okay we are doing chapter 5 canto 10 part 1 this is this chapter is called the meeting of nanda maharaj and vasudev uh, we had seen in the last chapter how krishna was born and then thereafter the atrocities of lord kamsa kamsa was his uncle and he was uh, he was banging all the babies and finally the last one she slips from his hand and uh, what happens thereafter is uh, he has sent all his rakshasas to kill the children so now let us see what happens after that the meeting of nanda maharaj and vasudev this is chapter 5 canto 10 sukhdev goswami said nanda maharaj was naturally very magnanimous and when lord sri krishna appeared as his son he was overwhelmed by jubilation thereafter therefore after bathing and purifying himself and dressing himself properly he invited brahmanas who knew how to recite vedic mantras after having these qualified mantras brahmanas recite auspicious vedic hymns he arranged to have the vedic birth ceremony celebrated for the newborn child according to the rules and regulations he also arranged for the worship of the demigods and the forefathers normally in our world we are supposed to you know when there is a very big prayer we normally go and pray to the demigods demigods are all the gods that you could call them and your purvaj also that is your ancestors also we also treat them as a part of our family and we call them as well normally they will leave certain food outside for the crow to come and peck it okay so this is how the systems are nand maharaj gave 2 million cows completely decorated with cloth and jewels in charity to the brahmanas he also gave them seven hills of grain covered with jewels and with cloth decorated with golden embroidery okay by the passing of time land and the other material possessions are purified by bathing the body is purified and by being cleansed unclean things are purified by purificatory ceremonies birth is purified by austerity the senses are purified and by worship and charity offered to the brahmanas material possessions are purified by satisfaction the mind is purified and by self realization or krishna consciousness the soul is purified so it is given a different different stages of purification is talking about why does a person have to take bath we normally take bath you know when we go to the river or go to the holy river ganga or some such place but normally nowadays what people see is they look from far they see oh all dead bodies are going in this all dirt, dirty water is there i don't know how to take a bath so they just dip their finger in the maybe like that they will do they are scared of it hmm? at the end of the day you are also going to become like that only <laughs> dead body floating in the river <laughs> yet we are we don't want to put our foot in it this is what is there so purification is by bathing bathing is extremely important because it purifies cleanses the body see there are various techniques of purification now yogis do not take bath for years or maybe a year two year three years hundreds of years they don't take bath they do what is called as a purification of themselves by means of yogic breath basically they can cleanse themselves so that is also possible today morning we were doing something about uh, you know pouring water on the head of the child you know 
that is also even in our uh, you know even over here in india the water is poured over the child first okay or a naming ceremony or some sort of a thing is given in the initial the first time when the child is fed also there is a ceremony done then we have the janevo ceremony you know thread ceremony so all these are purificatory measures actually purification of the body is done so body when it is first coming out of the womb it is cleansed you have to clean it up thoroughly so water is poured so like that bathing the body is purified and by being cleansed unclean things are purified when you clean certain things even at home i'm sure when you use all your uh, uh, you know prill and all those kind of things you are cleaning something why do you want to clean it so that it can be used properly so by purificatory ceremony birth is purified so the purificatory ceremony is done during the birth you know at that time we say na birthday naming ceremony in india we say naming ceremony <laughs> america and other place they'll say amara birthday baby's birthday something like that or naming ceremony there also i think they give the christening ceremony those who are christians but for the others no so like that there are dis- different ceremonies by austerity the senses are purified austere when we po- you know practice austerity austerity means being absolutely clean in your thoughts actions and all so this kind of actions that happen your senses are purified by worship and charity offered to the brahmanas material possessions are purified when you give certain things there was one very great debate last week okay on giving okay and john oliver if you remember he used to say plant the seed the seed is very important now what has happened is a material world is look person is looking at this object and he naturally thinks that it's a way of collecting money because the same person can treat it this way or that way you know the seed collection is what they call it in the seed collection i will tell you one story which i have told you i think n number of times <laughs> see there was one brahmana and he called the guru to his house okay shripad vallabh from the guru charitra so he called it to his house and said you know i want to feed you at home there was no food available when there was no food available he told his wife you know we have one plant outside that is that wal papdi we call it fasciolus beans beans you know beans you get hmm. that beans was there so he said can you make something of that so they made and they fed him after they fed him he thanked those people and he was walking out so they had no other food in the house okay so while going out he pulls out the tree <laughs> that that uh, wine is there no he pulls it out and throws it away so the wife gets very angry what is this nonsense your guru comes and he does all sorts of nonsensical things that one tree that was there also he has taken it away it's called the seed by the way <laughs> so so he says no 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 whatever my guru does it is doing he is doing it for good so what is that is that good has happened he has plucked the tree from which we used to eat food what is this nonsense so he says no no don't worry we'll plant the tree once again by that thing back again so he takes one digging implement and he starts digging so that he can plant the tree once again so what happens after that 
when he is digging suddenly there is a noise and in the ground he finds a pot of gold so then he tells his wife see i told you no <laughs> my guru doesn't do anything for no rhyme or reason he has done something for some reason so this is basically the concept of purification we think that there is something wrong happening you know many a times i'm sure you know some of you might have seen you know there are people who will wait for me to eat something okay they wait they say you first have so i will take a little thing from their food from their thali and eat so it is nothing but what is called as a sacrifice it's a purification that is happening is a purificatory ceremony it is like as if now when you keep one big uh, peda box in in front of sai baba now imagine sai baba is sitting and eating or what like one one okay one two three there no sai baba there in front of you but what is being done over there is in spirit that offering was given to baba okay don't remove it out immediately okay at least give him one peda eating time no people what to do they show and they take it away don't do that take it, keep it for some time let him have at least some of it so in spirit he is tasting it so in the same way there is chapan bhog 56 type of different delicacies are made now there is very shortly there is a krishna jayanti is coming you know so 56 varieties of beautiful food is prepared those who have been to north india during that time you know you will find there is a very big ceremony happening as a huge amount of food made and then they close all the doors <laughs> and they keep it in front of the krishna and they pray to him and they say please eat please eat please eat like that you know they it is offered to him so this is what happens and that is actually the essence is being taken and that is purification remember this so likewise you can do purification material possessions are purified when we offer something to brahmanas or to these kind of great people but satisfaction of the mind those who are satisfied their mind gets purified you know the most dissatisfactory people their mind is constantly in motion have you noticed it they are thinking of multiple ways of getting that object whatever the object might be think about it you know you want the tickets for the uh, four what is that four something is going on no uh, great movie is going on something avengers or something like that all right now you want a ticket and you are thinking you know if i go late to the theater it will all go so you are thinking god 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 please keep the tickets four tickets for me two tickets <laughs> so so likewise it is like that you know we are this kind of people our mind is full of this it's always constantly locked on to that thing till we don't get it and the moment you have finished taking the ticket and the seats of your liking ah your mind is satisfied have you noticed that so he says when you satisfy yourself the mind becomes shant it becomes peaceful and by self realization you can get krishna consciousness it's only when you become self realized realization of the self then only you get what is called the soul is purified and you become krishna conscious the brahmanas recite auspicious vedic hymns which purified the environment by their vibration the expert in reciting old histories like the puranas the experts in reciting the histories of the royal families the general reciters all chanted while singers sang 
and many kinds of musical instruments like bheris and dumdubis played in the accompaniment. What is that dumdubi? You know in uh, the, the song dum 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 you know or that is mridangam and those kind of instruments that are there those basically it's a kind of an instrument then there is the ektaris you you have a single string and the single string ting 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 it goes like that so these are different musical instruments they are also playing but simultaneously what is happening over there they remember this is a puja being performed by the father so everybody is come over there all the panditjis over there they are reciting hymns from the vedas some of them are reciting old histories like the puranas some stories are there they are very beautiful stories now those who have sat down for say satyanarayan puja you remember the story of that huh? so there are stories being also given even those who go to church and various other places you will find that there is definitely a, a particular methodology of teaching in the teaching there are certain you know texts taken up certain uh, uh, paras are taken up they are explained and while that is being explained some stories are also mentioned Jesus's way of talking was also equally like that he used to talk in parables he will give one teaching one story and then people will understand so likewise there are people in this kind of you know prayer meetings also where histories were recited expert in reciting the histories of royal families and then the kings and the lineages how the whole thing came up then general reciters also chanted singers sang people sing all kinds of beautiful hymns there are hymns in church you have choir you know everywhere there are different different ways then there is a puja you know everybody they joins in bhajan is there bhajan is there kirtan is there these are long activities where you talk recite the god's name so all this was happening and then there is musical instrument also vrajapura that is vraja v r a j a is the place where vrajabhumi you know now it has become brajabhumi so instead of v they have brought in b so it doesn't make a difference any which way so vraja vraja is a desh a place where all these happen the residence of nand maharaj was fully decorated with varieties of festoons and flags in different places gates were made of varieties of flowers and garlands pieces of cloth and mango leaves mango leaves we normally i am sure we you know we call it toran you know you have the toran hanging yes it's a, it's supposed to be very auspicious the courtyards the gates near the roads and everything within the rooms of the houses are perfectly swept and washed with water now you know if you actually see they use those pakka uh, green leaves and plantain plant you know that entire plant is cut from the bottom and put over there at the entrance it's like it is hanging like this now in bali also you saw no that thing was hanging long festoons so festoons so like that everything was made very beautiful the cows the bulls the cows were thoroughly smeared with a mixture of turmeric and oil mixed with varieties of minerals their heads were bedecked with peacock feathers and they were garlanded and covered with cloth and golden ornaments you you smear the bodies you color their horns you know all the beautiful thing is done on top of the i mean i'm sure you know you have seen the bulls and the cows they are covered by means of very beautiful you know embroidered cloth it's a very peculiar type of an embroidery red yellow green blue all different different colors are there on top of that the have you seen that nandi boy who comes and does oh, 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 oh. you know that 
on top of his body you see in that covering like that every every cow every animal is covered like that this is basically a household animal the heads were bedecked with peacock feathers and they were garlanded and covered with cloth and golden ornaments so you have these beautiful uh, golden uh, small 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 things you know hanging all over the place i'm sure you have seen that you know even during christmas also you will find the christmas trees also decorated like that yes. you know the golden color hanging the silver color there is a angel on top over there very beautiful those round balls that are there hanging beautiful you know bells and so on and so forth all this is festoons all this is to bring about festive look in that place Oking Parikshit, the cowherd men dressed very opulently with valuable ornaments and garments such as coats and turbans. Decorated in this way and carrying various presentations in their hand, they approached the house of Nanda Maharaj. Now, you will find that in the northern part of India, they have those colourful turbans. I mean, have you seen the turbans of, uh, there are these sadajis who wear a peculiar type of a turban. But this, these people are from Rajabhumi. Their turbans are, I'm sure you know, you might have seen some of these uh, Rajasthani type of people. They wear those colorful tie-dye type of turbans. Have you seen them? So those kind of turbans they wear. So these people, they are from that Rajabhumi, that particular portion. There, they have their, those kind of turbans. And they wear a, a, a particular type of a dress. I'm sure you have seen in one of the Amir Khan movies, you know, he comes as an alien. PK. Huh? He lands up over there in Rajasthan. <laughs> so he wears those Rajasthani clothes. So they all dress up like that. The gopi wives of the cowherd men were very pleased to hear that Mother Yashoda had given birth to a son. Now they don't know there was a daughter over there. <laughs> because Adlavadli. You know, our, all our Hindi films and all the South Indian films also, typical scene, you know, Adla Badli. <laughs> so you know now where the story comes from. It's coming from this place. And they began to decorate themselves very nicely with proper dresses, ornaments, black ornaments for the eye, coal, you know, that they put and so on. The lotus-like face, extraordinarily beautiful, being decorated with saffron and newly grown kumkuma. The wives of the cowherd men hurried to the house of Mother Yashoda with presentation in their hands because of natural beauty. The wives had full hips and full breasts which moved as they hurried along. A little bit of <laughs> special words over here. Okay, there are two things which they have mentioned. One is the coal. You know, what we say as kajal. You know you can make kajal at home. Do you know how to make it? It's a very simple technique. You know, catch hold of a vessel on top, you know, one covering and below that you burn camphor and catch those black vapors. That is all that you need. Okay. Now, hmm. now the kumkuma. The kumkuma is a bright red in color. Have you noticed it? It's always very bright red in color. Do you know how to make it at home? It's very simple technique. But you need to have very purified turmeric at home. The turmeric when it is mixed along with slake lime. Slake lime? That lime which we use for putting on palm. And then it is dried off. That is kumkuma. It becomes red in color. Slake lime. Now imagine we have been using this for donkey's ears. And that is how kumkuma is made. So now you know coal, how you put it in your eye. That is the simplest technique. 
in many a times in uh, my past also when i was a small baby we could never have this you know uh, that kajal so the kajal was prepared at home by burning a little bit of camphor and taking and putting it in the eyes okay so that was a technique used during those times so we'll move ahead in the ears of the gopis were brilliantly polished jewels earrings and from their necks hung metal lockets their hands were decorated with bangles their dresses were a varied color and from their hair flower fell onto the streets like showers thus while going to the house of nand maharaj the gopis their earrings breasts and garlands moving very were brilliantly beautiful now this is a very typical scene in the village i don't know whether you have seen you know uh, those who are uh, i'm sure you know britu and raj will tell you that even in bali this kind of village you know the whole village comes out in all large quantity number and everybody is bedecked with beautiful ornaments even in peru we see the same same thing you know everybody is coming out with colorful clothes their hair are very nicely combed and in the hair you will find long veils you know all those uh, woven flowers and all are put and that keeps on falling all over the place while going because they are not walking straight they are walking dang 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 they are running to that place so all the flowers keep falling yeah and the whole place is abuzz with excitement there is a lot of things happening because why the local king that is nand maharaj he was their mukhya was the chief of chieftain of the village and he if imagine he has given 2 million cows away i don't know how much is 2 million but anyway that one that many cows is given away so he is a rich man so he his there is a child born and then you have such a big ceremony going on so so in the ears of the gopis were brilliantly polished jeweled earrings and from their necks hung metal lockets <laughs> now you will get a lot of background noise the hands were decorated with bangles the dresses were of varied colors and from their hair fell flowers into the street like showers thus while going to the house of nand maharaj the gopis the earrings breasts and garlands moving were brilliantly beautiful offering blessings to the newborn child krishna the wife and the daughters of the cowherd men said may you become the king of raja and long maintain all his inhabitants they sprinkled a mixture of turmeric powder oil and water upon the birthless supreme lord and offered their prayers now now that all the all pervading unlimited lord krishna the master of the cosmic manifestation had arrived within the estate of nand maharaj various types of musical instruments resounded to celebrate the great festival in gladness the cowherd men enjoyed the great festival by splashing one another with a mixture of curd condensed milk butter and water now that was available in a plenty today i am sure you know nobody will want to throw curd at somebody else well, i will make yogurt out of it or will make something out <laughs> butter and water butter also i don't think anybody will want to throw at somebody else <laughs> they threw butter on one another and smeared it on one's one another's body you know wherever a particular item is in a plenty you use that item for the purpose of decoration for the purpose of throwing on one another also two very great examples i'll give you you know where they make wine the grapes okay or the tomatina festival tomato <laughs> now you'll remember all those beautiful films correct where they showed the tomatina festival everybody is doing that uh, incidentally last week there were eight people were gored by the bulls you know the bull thing was there in that 
Okay. The great-minded Nanda Maharaj was giving clothing, ornaments and cows in charity to the cowherd men in order to please Lord Vishnu and thus he improved the condition of his own son in all respect. He distributed charity to the sutas, magadas, the vandis, the men of all professions according to their educational qualification and satisfied everyone's desires. When you are happy, you want to give others. Now the child is born in the family, naturally there is a distribution ceremony happening. The most fortunate Rohini, the mother of Baldev, that is Balram's mother, was honoured by Nanda Maharaj and Yashoda and thus she also dressed gorgeously and decorated herself with a necklace, garland and other ornaments. She was busy wandering here and there to receive the women who were guests at the festival. Thank God at that time there was no, this part of the film is sponsored by. <laughs> Otherwise imagine garlands and <laughs> somewhere it is mentioned, you know, uh, necklace and other ornaments and some, suddenly, you know, suddenly something coming up over there. This part is sponsored by so and so. But no, there was no such stupidity at that point in time. The beauty of it all was everybody was celebrating. Uh, you will find that in, in all these places in different parts of the world, Celebration is for a, a very great occasion. It's a very big occasion. Everybody dresses up. Everybody goes out. Everybody is decked up. And the whole activity is so buzz, you know. And there is so much of chatter all over the place. And everybody is carrying some offering or the other on top of their head. On their shoulders, here, there, everywhere. You know, it's, it's such a beautiful activity. And in some places people are dressed in white. Some places dressed in color. All this goes on. O Maharaj Parikshit, the home of Nanda Maharaj is eternally the abode of Supreme Personality of Godhead and his transcendental qualities is therefore always naturally endowed with the opulence of all wealth. Yet beginning from Lord Krishna's appearance, there it became the place of the pastimes of the Goddess of Fortune. So that place became very very rich. Sukhdev Goswami continued, Thereafter, my dear King, O Parikshit, O great protector of the Kuru dynasty, Nanda Maharaj appointed the local coward men to protect Gokula and then went to Mathura to pay the yearly taxes to King Kamsa. And it was a traditional thing where you collect the taxes. The taxes are basically, basically a certain amount of collection is done. You know, like you pay a certain amount of taxes. You have done so much amount of business or so much amount of thing. You have to pay a certain amount of taxes. And that I just on a side note, let me tell you, was one of the saddest part in India today is that the total amount of collection of our entire GDP, okay, only 3% is the income tax paid by people. It is such a pathetic amount. That is all that is being paid by people. Today imagine if lot of people start paying income tax, those who are actually having income, if they start paying tax, I think India will again become a Vrajabhumi. You know that, no? No, this is not a political speech. <laughs> I am just saying so. It's a very important thing that we also have to take into consideration. That taxes are very, very important for running the economy of that particular country. And that is why Nanda Maharaj has sent his dut over there to meet Kamsa and pay the tax of this village. When Vasudev heard that Nanda Maharaj, his very dear friend and brother, had come to Mathura and already paid the taxes to Kamsa, he went to Nanda Maharaj's residence. When Nanda Maharaj heard that Vasudev had come, he was overwhelmed with love and affection, being as pleased as if the body has regained its life. Seeing Vasudev suddenly present, he got up and embraced him with both arms. 
the relatives. O Maharaj Parikshit, having thus received and welcomed by Nanda Maharaj with honor, Vasudev sat down very peacefully and inquired about his own two sons because of intense love for them. Now he cannot tell them, tell uh, Nanda Maharaj, how is my son? He can't say that. <laughs> so he is asking him, how is your son? Though he knows very well, that is his son. That is Krishna. And the other one is Balram. Remember that. Okay. My dear brother Nanda Maharaj, at an advanced age, you had no sons at all and were hopeless at having one. Therefore, that you have now have a son is a sign of great fortune. Yeah, normally you don't have children at old age. The father and the mother of Krishna, I mean the foster parents, they are very old people by the way. Okay, so normally not supposed to have any children. So, he is asking why. It's also by good fortune that I am seeing you. Having obtained this opportunity, I feel that I have taken birth again. Even though one is present in this world, to meet with intimate friends and dear relatives in this material world is extremely difficult. Many planks and sticks, unable to stay together, are carried away by the force of river waves. Similarly, although we are intimately related with friends and family members, we are unable to stay together because of our varied past deeds and the waves of time. This is a very beautiful line. A certain amount of explanation is necessary. Normally when we are born, we have a huge family. Our grandparents, our parents and children and grandchildren, everybody is staying in one big house. But as time goes on, you will find that some people start moving away from the family. They move to different, different places. Sometimes people get married, they go away somewhere. Sometimes work takes them away. Sometimes some other activity takes them away. So these kind of things happen in our world. And at every point in time, you will find that the movement is outwardly. Outwardly. The family breaks down into smaller and smaller and smaller and smaller units. Only the parents are left there. The children, the grandchildren and everybody has gone away. This activity is not there. Actually, what do we think? We think that we are doing it. Isn't it? We always think, you know, I am responsible. I went away. I did this. I started a family. I am going away from here and there. No, it is not like that. Remember, it is Kala Chakra. It is basically the destiny which takes us. If you are destined to go to Singapore or to America to do your job, it's your destiny which has taken you over there. And it has nothing to do with you coming to Bangalore from some place. Okay? It's nothing like that. It's a destiny which has brought you here. It is not, I went over there. I want a job. Who are you to say that? Destiny is going to take you from one place to another. It is responsible for shifting you from place to place. It is responsible for creating different, different pathways. Your own families. Your own families does not mean your father and mother. Your own families means you have grown up you are going to get married or you have got married, you have your children, that's your family. Tomorrow your child will grow up and the child will become big, he will get married, he may go away. Don't know. So these pathways are there. So all these pathways are because of past deeds. That is called our karma. Our karma brings this together. Destiny breaks all these paths into different, different paths. And that is how it happens in the wave of time. It's Kal. That's why I said the Kal Chakra is moving along. My dear friend Nanda Maharaj, in the place where you are living with your friends, is the forest favourable for the animals, the cows? 
I hope there is no disease or inconvenience. The place must be full of water, grass and other plants. It's a very convenient way of talking. We normally find out, so how is the weather in your country? Everything is fine. Is it snowing today or is it hot? What is happening? Oh, it must be very hot today. This is a time of the year when the heat is very high. It's just small talk. What we are getting at is a big subject. Somewhere down the line. But this is small talk. We normally do this kind of small talk. We don't come to straight away to the subject matter. Okay? We keep on asking. How are parents? How are these? How is that? How is this thing? How is that thing? And you might be meeting your nephew over there after maybe 10-12 years. And this guy has grown up and he is looking like uh, one of the heroes. And you say, oh look at him, he has grown up so much. What? <laughs> he is anyway going to grow, what are you talking about? It is small talk. You bas- basically are asking. So likewise, this man is asking, so the cows are fed properly, no? They are getting their food, their water and everything. There is rainfall over there, there is this happening. There are no diseases, no, everything fine. And the cow diseases are, are a root cause of the entire wiping out of the, you know, of all the cows in, in a village. It can happen. Likewise in the chickens and all these places also, is these kind of problems are there. My dear friend and the Maharaj, in the place where you are living with your friends is the forest favorable for animals. The cows, I hope there is no disease or inconvenience. The place must be full of water, grass and other plants. My son Baldev, being raised by you and your family, Yashoda Devi, consider you his father and mother. Is he living very peacefully in your home with his real mother Rohini? So, another way of talking. So he is asking, how is Balram? When one's friend and relatives are properly situated, one's religion, economic development and sense gratification are described in the Vedic literature as beneficial. Otherwise, if one's friends and relatives are in distress, these three cannot offer any happiness. It's a very typical way of again talking. Okay? Friends, relatives are they fine? Nanda Maharaj said, Alas, King Kamsa killed so many of your children born of Devki and your one daughter, the youngest child of all, entered the heavenly planet. Every man is certainly controlled by destiny, which determines the results of one's fruitive activities. In other words, one has a son or daughter because of unseen destiny. And when the son or the daughter is no longer present, this also is due to unseen destiny. Destiny is the ultimate controller of everyone. One who knows this is never bewildered. It's a very important statement. Remember, destiny is the... That is, you come with your karma, which is called prarabdha karma. And prarabdha karma is the driving force in whether you are going to get married, whether you are going to have children, whether the children will grow up into this or that, or whether you are going to have a house or not have a house, whether you are going to have properties, not have a property, whatever is the case, all this is driven by destiny alone. And destiny is the karma that we have created in our previous lives. That is called sanchit, the accumulated karma that is there in all our lives. We have accumulated so many lives, you know, we have lived over here. And that is the reason why we have accumulated so much of karma. And because of that accumulated karma, this life we have come with a little token of karma. Token? Okay. This token is like maybe you have the uh, you have a credit card and you have say 50,000 uh, rupees as your credit limit. You don't draw out to the credit limit, don't you? I mean, that is the amount that you can spend over there. Not necessarily that you will spend everything. It may so happen... The destiny can cut short things also because Prarabdha is also bowing down to something which is further than that, which is called Agami Karma. Agami Karma is a very peculiar thing. While performing Prarabdha Karma, 
there is a specific way of doing prarabdha karma that means dissipating the karma is very very simple let us assume you have taken one kilo of rice from someone now when you are returning you are returning one kg of rice okay you gave measure you know when you took earlier you took measures in that five dabbas of you know 200 grams each one kg of rice while giving you have given something you brought from one uh, you know mall somewhere okay and you are given back the mall might not have given you the correct quantity it might have given you only 950 grams the rice which you might have been giving is not that basmati rice you might have given some ponni rice now think about it is ponni rice equal to basmati rice no way and maybe your rice was having a lot of kuda kankad you know all those small small stones that are there now tell me is the thing equalized no way it is equalized so now do you understand the returning of the karma is never in the equal quantity it is always plus or minus something or the other is missing over there because understand the, the yardstick which they used at that time and the yardstick today is not the same you say na i have taken uh, you know uh, gold from you in my last life how many 10 tolas of gold this life i have to give you 10 tolas of gold so i give you 10 tolas of gold okay last life you took 24 carat this time you give 18 carats is it okay or what not okay <laughs> so so now you understand it looks like the same but yet it is not the same and that is where the prarabdha karma is overtaken by another karma that is called agami futuristic you have created more karma imagine what is the karma in the rice case what has happened why didn't you give that basmati you wanted to give less money wala ha huh? that's why ha huh? and that mall fellow instead of giving 1 kg he give you 950 grams so now think about it now the mall fellow owes you 50 grams and the kuda kankad which he put another 10 grams more so 60 grams imagine you will have to meet that fellow once again in life sometime in some life of yours where he has to return to you 60 grams of rice now you think at that time he will measure 60 grams of rice and give you <laughs> it's not possible now think about this does this equalize anywhere it doesn't equalize from any point of view and that is the reason why it is extremely problematic when the return of karma has to happen and this continues the cycle of love life can you put on the last button so so now he says destiny is the ultimate controller of everyone one who knows this is never bewildered vasudev said to nanda maharaj now my dear brother since you have paid the annual taxes to kamsa and have also seen me do not stay in this place for many days why because he doesn't want kamsa to see him it is better to return to gokula since i know there will be disturbances there Sukhdev Goswami said, after Vasudeva advised Nanda Maharaj in this way, Nanda Maharaj and his associates, the coward men took permission from Vasudev, yoked their bulls to the bullock cart and started riding for Gokula. So we have come to the end of the chapter. We can stop over here.